I did another entry uh, regarding the DC animated universe and how what they're doing with that universe is very unique and it's very much something that WB should take light of and understand that what they are doing with that just makes sense. Like they are giving these people a lot of creative control and it's well deserved because they are making an extremely good universe. What they did with, I think it's the first maybe 13 or 14 films before they recently decided to kind of restart the universe, it was tremendous. There's like seven Batman films that are all connected and they're all great. There's four Justice League films that are all great. They are even doing the Dark Justice League, which is fantastic. Everything that the DCAU has to offer is really, really good. A couple of months ago, the... Actually, it's almost a year ago now, wow. They did a film that was kind of like a reboot to the entire universe. And then that was meant to start moving forward with the new films that would recreate what they were already doing. So you still have those other ones that are kind of part of that universe. But every film made after that fact was meant to be the birth of the new way they're doing these universes. The first one they did was a Superman film uh, a couple months ago. Then there was a Batman film, which was pretty bad. And now they have this one, the Justice Society, which is um, kind of a nice play on the idea of the Infinite Earths theory, which DC revolves around. It revolves around this idea that there's more than one, not only universe or time frame, but there's also many different Earths where the Justice League exists in some capacity or another. So what this film does is it has him, it has the Flash kind of do a flashpoint, but a flashpoint outside of his own realm, and he enters a different realm, and he goes to this other Justice League, and they call themselves the Justice Society, and it just so happens to be on a different Earth with a completely different Flash. And there's also a Wonder Woman that they call, uh, I think, War Woman or something. And, you know, a lot of the names are bounced around and whatnot, but it's a very good story, and I think to lead up into this new universe, it might play a nice role to kind of see that kind of birth of the Flash and how his how he's learning his powers. Because they never really explained that in the other films. They kind of just gave us, bam, here's the Flashpoint, fo- the, here's the, uh, the Flashpoint movie. And it was tremendous. The Flashpoint Paradox is a tremendous film. And... There's nothing that leads up to that. There's nothing that teaches us how the Flash learned that. So when it comes to this new version of the universe, what I appreciate is that they're showing Superman kind of coming into himself with that recent uh, Superman film. They're showing the Flash coming into himself and understanding his powers and learning what his capabilities are. And it's also giving us this clean slate where who knows what could go forth, who knows what other characters they could involve and where they can go with these stories. There's just, they they have so much leeway when it comes to this. Like, these aren't cartoons. This isn't what was put on Saturday morning that you sat down and watched Channel 11 with a bowl of cereal. These are adult-orientated animated films. And they... I mean, of course, you know, if you're okay with your kid watching it, that's fine. But you gotta understand, there's some gore, there's some adult themes. Like, it's 
It's no joke. These are the kind of films that they should be putting into theaters. If they put enough of the effort into making the, making the films that they put into theaters the way that this team does with these films, it would be fantastic. Just what they did with the Batman storyline in the first iteration of this universe for the animated films then. I think it took maybe five years, and they covered the basis of so many characters. When they did Batman Under the Red Hood, fantastic storyline revolving around Jason Todd. When they did Batman vs. Robin, the introduction of Damian Wayne, fantastic job. When they incorporated uh, the Court of Owls, when they incorporated Batwoman, when they incorporated all of these things that they were able to utilize that they still haven't been able to get onto the live-action screen. They're already in this second iteration of this universe. That's um, that's an amazing feat, and that's something that I, I don't even want to say that Marvel hasn't done because the Marvel Cinematic Universe is great and it's still growing, and they probably could have done the same with the DC Animated Universe, but the restarting of it, that's okay too because I can see how they kind of did whatever they could up to a certain point, and now... Getting this refresh, getting this clean slate is definitely something that's going to be worthwhile because they can start from scratch, they can incorporate other things that they might have forgotten because when they did those films, it was testing the waters most likely. It was trying to see if people would really want this and people would really enjoy this. And I know I'm not alone. There's a huge community of people out there that are really, really itching for these films when they come out. They release three or four of them a year. So you know a lot of hard work goes into the animation, a lot of hard work goes into the voice acting, and a lot of hard work goes into the stories. If you put that focus into the live-action adaptations of these characters, they would be just as good. Like, how is it that I'm able to watch every single one of these movies and enjoy them more so than most of the stuff that you're putting out in the actual theaters? And I'm not going to say that they are better in the sense that, you know, they're still animated films and they still have their, their restrictions as well. And the restrictions are completely different when it comes to what live action can do and what animated films can do. But it's just a matter that, for some reason, I feel like whoever the department is that does this, they just kind of make sure that they put it out. They're not on top of them. They're not trying to compete. They're just making good quality films and they're making good quality stories. If you gave anybody the opportunity to just be a little free and stop trying to strap them down and stop trying to make the Marvel Universe for DC, you're not going to get that. They started too long ago. They've surpassed whatever you can do. What you need to do is you need to give them time to really put in the work. Because if you're telling me that this team, whoever does these animated films, can release two or three of these a year and nail pretty much every single one of them. I can't say there's one DC animated film that I do not like, including Justice Society. If you're telling me that this team can do that, you can back off from the writing teams, from the directors, from the producers. You can back off of all of these people that you get together to make, say, the Flash film or the Cyborg film or the next Wonder Woman film. Back off. Take a step back from them. Let them do their thing and let them and let them know that they have, they have the, the freedom to be able to give this film its due justice. 
Because when you put too many hands in there and you start fiddling with things because you wanted to do something particular, and one of the real gripes I have with this is what they did with the Suicide Squad film, which is a film about bad guys. Okay, we're talking about a film about villains, and it was meant to be relatively dark because it's villains. And what did you do? You tried to make it DC's Guardian of the Galaxy? No, you can't do that. You need to step back and you need to let the creators take the source material and give it a portrayal that's worthwhile. When you try to make it too much of what it's not, that's why it fails. And I don't know what the next Suicide Squad is going to give us, but I do know that the Birds of Prey film was a little bit better than I expected, but still not perfect. And... I this Justice Justice Society film came out and I love it and I'm also looking forward to the next iteration in this in this year's um lineup of the animated series which this year has 3 Batman films. It has this one that just passed which I don't know if it has any any real connection with the overall story arc or whatever they're trying to do, but I do know that The Long Halloween is two parts. So we're getting both of those parts this year, I'm pretty sure. And let's also take notice that the voice acting for Batman is done by Jensen Eccles. Dean Winchester from Supernatural. And that's perfect. I am all here for it. And all I'm saying is give people space. If you, if you can see what these films have been able to do... If you give space to the people who have the run of the other films in these in this realm, I'm telling you, you're going to get things that are a lot better than what you've been putting out over the years. But that's just my opinion.